I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code RJBell and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code RJBell at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. What up? It's Dramos. You may know me from the recap on LATV. Now I've got my own podcast, Life as a Gringo, coming to you every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be talking real and unapologetic about all things life, Latin culture, and everything in between from someone who's never quite fit in. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you upgrade your car because you need to or because you want to, eBay Motors has all the car parts you need. Over 122 million of them from new rims to seat cushions. All at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Well, you heard the man. Sports might not be back on the field, but we are, and you can always count on that. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So go to Geico.com for a free rate quote. This is... Straight out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. And as they say, in Sock Rapids, Minnesota, it's going to be lit. Well, the dominoes started to fall when Rudy Gobert tested positive. The NBA season was suspended, and since then, we've been in a free fall. Well, it's time to look forward, not backward. And in a minute, we'll be joined by Ben Steiner, the big lead, our NBA insider. And we're going to talk about some of the scenarios by which the NBA will return to action. That's if they return to action. Oh, by the way, as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick move forward with their new lives, when you juxtapose the two and their gaudy records, who really needed who more? I've got some numbers that might cause your jaw to drop. Plus, Sleepy's going to check in later on some news out of Chicago, and we continue our macking on the NBA segment, and I've got another Chick Hearn Magic Johnson story. So buckle up. It's on, you know, sports are entertainment, but more than that, they're a shared experience. As such, people want to talk about them. So let's get it going. Let's welcome in. Let's waste no time. Let's welcome in a gentleman. He writes for the big lead. He's based in Atlanta, and his specialty is the NBA. Say hello to Ben Steiner. Ben, thanks for staying up late again, buddy. Yeah, hey, Bernie. It's good to be back on. 
So the NBA has been in the news a lot this week, mostly conjecture. But let's cut right to the chase, Ben. Are there scenarios that are plausible where the NBA could return and finish this season? I mean, they only got a billion dollars on the line. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's that big billion dollar that you mentioned is, is what keeps everybody kind of wanting to make it happen. And then also you look at just the fans. Right now we just in America need to feel good. People want to watch sports. And, and the NBA is what we're going to be heating up right now. You and me had talked about how it's going to come on, talk about the playoffs at this time period. And now we're talking about are we even going to have a season? And we'll see. It, it, there's so many different elements. Today they came out with, I think it was Wintworth, Brian Winters at ESPN was saying that because of what happened in China, now the NBA is looking to maybe just not do the season at all. Well, I know that's one of the fallback positions, and depending on who you believe on Twitter, that position is starting to get more traction. But until it happens, let's assume they're going to try to work this out. So if they were to return, would they go right to the playoffs? Would they play the remaining few games that were left? Would they try a quarantine situation? I mean, you could house every NBA team, player, and staff in one hotel here in Vegas. we got three arenas. Are any of those scenarios even plausible, or are we just, you know, are they blowing in the wind? Well, until I had seen that today, I was thinking the best option is Las Vegas. Right where you are, right in warm Las Vegas, you got the hotels, you got three arenas. That's the best option because we're way beyond fans aren't going to be able to come into arenas anytime soon. So let's just forget the fans for a long time. That's not going to happen. Let's just be realistic. But with the setup of Las Vegas, you quarantine the players. You got a million hotels there, but you can you know, put them in the nicest hotel you want to put them in. You do that, you got three different arenas, and you could really make something happen. I think Las Vegas, I mean, people have floated around things like a cruise ship. They float around maybe places warm as <laughs> Orlando. I think Las Vegas is the best spot. Well, in terms of wherever you put it, what the, you know, I know you talk to NBA players and you've got your finger on the pulse. From the ones you've talked to, Ben, what is the consensus? Are they willing to do something like this and it wouldn't be in front of fans and it would be a unique situation, six weeks, whatever it would be? But we're in unique times, and so we're almost in desperate times. What's the consensus you get from the NBA people you talk about? Yeah, I mean, everyone, obviously, everyone wants to play in front of fans. I mean, what's, what's there without fans? But we're in a, a situation in America right now where we can't be that picky. And, yes, yeah, these players, they want to play. Uh, you speak to people who know the players. You speak to the players themselves. They want to play. I mean, that's just these guys. That's their life. I mean, this is the most downtime they've had in what? Ever at this time period. I mean, they're used to traveling, flying, game after game, back to back. They want to play. They love basketball, and they want to play. And if there was a situation that was safe, and it was passed along by Commissioner Silver and was even allowed by the governments uh, that may be, they're going to play. That, that would, if it was presented to them, they would want to play. So if you took an anonymous vote amongst all the players, players only, and they would not be able to play in front of fans for the remainder of the year, but they would at least be able to finish the season, the games would be on TV, and you'd have a champ, and maybe or maybe not there would be an asterisk. What percentage of the players would vote for a quarantine situation like that? Because I heard there's a lot of pushback. Yeah, and, and there's going to be players, you know, some might, people were saying a good point about it, is some players have more money than other players. You know, is that a factor? You know, getting those paychecks for some guys means a lot more than other guys. But I think if you're just talking about sheer basketball, I really don't think that you could have, not even, maybe it's not going to be 90%, but mm-hmm. I got to see a majority. I got, I, I, just, I just don't feel like, from at least the people I've spoken to, if they want to play. So I, I would. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry. I, I would just. I, I think it would be. If I. If, if you ask me, I think it'd be above fifty percent. Okay. We're talking with Ben Steiner, the big lead. What would be the reasons to cancel the season? And the other question I have, Ben, would be: Today is April fourth. At what point do we get to on the calendar where they say? And they throw their arms up and say, okay, it's too late. Now we have to cancel the season. How close are we to that date? Yeah, I think that that's, that's you're making a great point because it, at some point, because we, we've already heard from, from the government that April 30th, even at the earliest, is when we, we can even talk about opening up things and doing more things. So you get to a point where, where you're at May 15th, May 10th, even June, you start a season, 
you got to fine-tune everybody, you got the playoffs, then you're going to start messing up next season. Do you want to do that? Do you want to get in that place? I don't know. And that's why it's, I, I, I think you're, you're, hitting, you're hitting a good point there is if this goes longer than two months, how do you even make it possible? Yeah, well, May 15th would be two months, and if you started up everything, that would put the finals in August. I don't know that that's the worst thing in the world, and they've talked about starting the NBA on Christmas Day for years, so maybe that becomes a reality. That's, the- that's a great point, that's a, because they've been saying how maybe, maybe just as a whole, the NBA season starts around Christmas Day. Maybe that could lead to a future, you know, starting the season as a whole always in December. So you are correct. That, that could maybe open the door to things like that. Talking with Ben Steiner, the big lead. Ben, let me ask you a question. There's some gimmicks coming out now, and I was going to bring this up earlier. Uh, Arnie and Aaron asked about it. This horse tournament, is that plausible? Are they going to execute something like that? Do you think that would get any traction? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, it, I think it could because, look, you, you had thousands of people tuning into ESPN the other night watching a video game. You know, players just playing 2K uh, last night. And that's going to go on for the next few days. And you got people talking about it on Twitter, thousands of people doing that. So if you can actually incorporate an actual basketball, I think that you get even more. I mean, we are just at such a time period where people want to see basketball right now. They want to see any sport right now. They want to bet on a sport. They want to watch a sport. We've just never been in such a dry period for, for this. And I think that, that really could work if you can get the players to be motivated to do it. And you can, you can set up some sort of arrangement where it's professionally done. I think it could really do well. Uh, ben, let me ask you a question. I, I, we talked about the 2K tournament the other day on the phone, and you cannot bet out in here in Las Vegas. And I checked with Chuck Esposito Station Casinos. No one here is going to put a line on it. You can bet on it offshore, or as we like to yeah. say, in faraway places. With all due respect, I, I tried to watch it. I just couldn't do it. So anything short to me of, of, of the regular NBA, can it really substitute for the real thing? And really, how close are they really to – canceling the, the season and just saying we just can't we really can't find a scenario yeah you're right i mean who would have thought 10 years ago you, you would put a friday night thing on on national tv and it'd be people playing video games uh, you, it's just it's just so mind-boggling but that's that's we're craving entertainment and content right now and as we alluded to before that with the time period it, it's i really think that if it goes past that two months i mean if, if you're in may and we don't have a decision it's like, how could you even get there? And we're looking at China right now. China just closed their, their deal. We all want to see it happen. The players want to play. The fans want to see it happen. The media, we want to see it happen. It's just, will it work? And will everyone be safe? And I think the NBA did a good job at the forefront of this. You know, they did a good job and canceled it right when all this happened. And I, I was speaking to people. I spoke to um, Tobias Harris, 76 or his father, uh, his mm-hmm. father, Terrell Harris, who's his agent. And he was saying, this, this is his father, his father was saying how he, he thinks they saved lives doing this. The NBA specifically saved lives, you know, saying, hey, we're going to stop the season. So people are, people are behind what's going on. They, they're okay with it, but they do eventually do want to play. Wrapping it up with Ben Steiner of the big lead. Ben, I'm glad you brought up the China situation because I know the NBA was studying that model. And as of about a week ago, it looked like they were getting to regroup, getting ready to regroup and do the quarantine thing where all 20 of their teams, they have 20 teams in that league, were going to be confined to one specific venue and quarantined, as it were. And I don't know if they were going to play in front of fans or not. And it looked like they were close to doing that. And they don't have a players' union there like here. And they could, you know, it's, that could be dictated for them to do with no choice. What were the factors they considered in, in, in deciding to completely shut it down? Because I frankly didn't know that had happened. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing, too, and I, that's why I was hoping that we, you know, we could do the same thing here with Las Vegas, and maybe hopefully we still can at some point, but I think that they just saw that the virus wasn't going away, and with everybody, it's just about safety. I mean, you, you, you speak to people, like I spoke to Yogi Ferrell today on the Kings, Kings point yeah. guard. Uh, he said, of course he wants to play. Uh, of course he wants to play, but he knows that safety is what's, what's important right now, and, and it's just it's out of our, it's out of people's hands. And as he made another good point. He's like, this is the most in the dark NBA players have ever been about something because no one knows. I mean, not even, there's no one like hiding any information. They just don't know. Everyone doesn't know. And that's kind of what it is. It's, 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 it's such a gray area. So we'll give it time. 
But to, to the best of your knowledge, who, who, to the best of your knowledge, who will make the ultimate decision? Is it is it Adam Silver? Is it a consortium? Do they get the? I mean, do they? Is it a? The, you know, the the owners of the teams is it? I don't even know how they arrive at this decision. Do you have you know who holds the final say? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be Commissioner Silver. I think Commissioner Silver's got to be the the forefront of it, and the owners have to go behind it. But I think at the same time, it's like they're going to want some sort of governmental assurance that this is going to be okay and and, and safety wise. They're you know Adam Silver. I believe he was saying in the beginning of all this, you know, they're discussing with health officials all the time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So it's, it's, it's kind of a multitude of everybody. But it's got to be at the forefront of it, forefront of it, the health experts, Commissioner Silver, and the owners. I'm of the belief, final thought, and you're going to have the last word, is that even if they don't resume this thing to August 15th, they need to resume this thing. And if the season spills into October, so be it, and they can start the next one in December, and you say I'm crazy, but I think there's got to be a happy medium here. If they wipe this thing out, I don't know if they're going to do irreparable damage. That's a story for a different day. Ben, you got the last word. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Bernie. I think that that's. I think that that's that's a great point. I think that they should come to some sort of middle term, even if that means they got to take a part part of next season, or maybe just start the season later as a whole. Because you're right, this could cause further damage to salary caps and things like that that we don't even mm, know yes. yet. Yeah, apps. Good, great point. The CBA. All right, he's Ben Steiner, the big lead. Thanks, Ben, for joining us again tonight. Thanks, Bernie. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Coming up, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Well, they've been socially distancing for a while, but who needed who more over the years? And how does that point to who might need who more next year? I've got some thoughts that'll make you scratch your head. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And whatever you're cooking up in the garage, you'll find what you need at ebaymotors.com. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock. All at the right prices. And that can help you turn your ride into something really tasty. The parts you need are just a click away at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. 
The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. I'm always upgrading my car. Not because I need to, because I want to. Today, it's custom rims for my ride. Tomorrow, it might be a new driver's side seat cushion. And ebaymotors.com always has what I need. They've got over 122 million car parts, all at the right price. That's perfect for me, because I'm a car guy. Are you still in the garage? It's two in the morning. Uh, almost done. Okay, I'm a car fanatic. eBay Motors. Let's ride. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Brady versus Belichick. You know, I bet you didn't know that, well, you knew that Brady had never started at quarterback in the National Football League without Bill Belichick as his coach. But Bill Belichick has been a head coach for 100 National Football League games without Tom Brady as his quarterback. So while both are sensational, and picking a favorite is like picking your favorite noodle in a plate of spaghetti. That's worthless. But let's talk about who really needs who more as you look ahead. I'm telling you, I think I think Tampa Bay is going to win 10 games, go to the playoffs. I'm not sure what New England's going to do. That's a conversation for a different day. But if past is prologue, let's take a look at the past. And by the way, I'm not going to argue tonight that Tom Brady's the greatest football player of all time. Nope. Uh, he, he might have the greatest resume of all time, probably does. But for my money, the greatest football player of all time was Jim Brown. Brown was 6'2", 232, played at an era where Lyman weighed, you know, weighed 240, but Brown had the athleticism and size and durability of a lineman, but the speed of a back and the power of a lineman, and no one ever caught him from behind. He never got hurt. Greatest lacrosse player of all time, played nine seasons, was never hurt, never missed a game. Sorry, Jim Brown's the greatest football player of all time. Who's the greatest coach of all time? Is it Belichick? No, I don't even think he is. And don't get me wrong, I worship the guy. I think he's phenomenal. The greatest coach of all time was probably Scotty Bowman. Won three, he won nine Stanley Cups with three different teams in three different eras. And while he was with the Red Wings, and I was there, saw it up close and personal, he won three Stanley Cup championships with three different goalies and completely repaired a fractured locker room. All right, back to Brady versus Belichick. And by the way, if Jaron Stidham starts at quarterback week one for the Patriots, He's worth about a five-and-a-half-point downgrade had Tom Brady still been there. So who's more likely to have success without the other, Brady or Belichick? Well, let's take a look at this. Bill Belichick, believe it or not, in his career without Tom Brady, his record is 42-58. and 58. Now, you say, well, yeah, but he coached the Cleveland Browns. Well, he did. But I bet you didn't know he took over a Cleveland Brown team that had been to the playoffs five of the six prior years. Now, Belichick took over, and the same Cleveland Brown team had a losing record four of five seasons. And if you're scoring at home, and I hope you are, Nick Saban was his defensive coordinator. Now, even in New England, Bill Belichick, he had a pretty good quarterback by the name of Drew Bledsoe, and Bledsoe was even a number one draft pick. He was 5-13 and 13 as a starter under Belichick, and when Brady came off the bench and took over for Drew Bledsoe after getting that monstrous hit against the New York Jets, Brady started the next game, proceeded to go 13-3 and the rest of the way and won Super Bowl 36. And by the way, you talk about making a debut. Tom Brady, in his first start ever, Faced the Indianapolis Colts and some guy named Peyton Manning. They were 10-point underdogs, and they won by 31. Now, when Tom Brady started, anytime Tom Brady started for a Bill Belichick-coached team, he, they scored 28 points a game. Anytime Bill Belichick started any other quarterback other than Tom Brady, they averaged 
points per game. Now, I know we always hear, oh, yeah, but in 2008 when Brady tore his ACL, Matt Castle took over and they won 11 games, which is true. They didn't make the playoffs. It was a bit of a fluke. That same roster won 18 games a year before. So it was still a significant drop-off without Tom Brady. Plus, Tom Brady won six playoff games. Tom Brady was a starting quarterback and won six playoff games when his team allowed 28 points or more. In the history of the NFL, no other quarterback has done that more than twice. All the while, Brady took less money and was never a top 10 cap hit in any of his Super Bowl championship years. And yes, we are in Las Vegas. So we also have to mention this, that without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick's teams still covered the spread 51% of the time. But with Tom Brady... He covered it 59.7% of the time, just under 60%. That's significant. Ask any better. Now, Brady is going to Tampa Bay, a team that won seven games last year with a pretty good coach, Bruce Arians. They had a quarterback named Jameis Winston, who's like, see, he started 70 games, and I think he's like 28 and 42 as a starter. He's had 111 turnovers in his career. He had 38 last year, but it doesn't just end there. Of those 38, 30 were interceptions. And of those interceptions, uh, well, actually, of the 38 turnovers, 22 of the turnovers happened inside of Tampa Bay's own 39-yard line, imposing a lot of stress on their defense. Of those 30 interceptions, six were on opening drives. And six were pick sixes. Brady had 24 touchdowns and eight interceptions last year. If you just don't turn over the ball, this Tampa Bay team is a 10-win team, no matter who's the quarterback last year, if you, don't, if you stop turning the ball over. Brady will take over the helm. He's going to completely recharge that locker room and show him what a Super Bowl run looks like, and I don't think you can poo-poo what Tampa Bay is going to do next year. Now, I'm going to have my thoughts on what I think New England will do. I know their win total is down to eight and a half. I'm not so sure that offense is going to be stellar. And I, I hear they like Jared Stidham, but let's be honest. He hasn't been in a real game with the bullets flying. He came off the bench a couple of times this year, didn't exactly look stellar. With Brady, you wave goodbye to 219 regular season wins, 30 postseason wins, six Super Bowl wins, four Super Bowl MVPs. All of those statistics have an asterisk, and the asterisk is quite simple. Those are the most in NFL history of any, of any player. So when Tom Brady takes over the helm next year of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, regardless of what they've not done in the last 12 years, it's insignificant that they didn't go to the playoffs. They've com- he's going to completely change the tapestry. They've already gone from 40 to 1 to 18 to 1 to 14 to 1. And as I said, when you don't turn the ball over and put your team in a position to win, you know, what, what is the stat we've talked about here many times on Straight Out of Vegas? If you win the turnover battle, you win the game about 80% of the time, and you cover the spread about 72% of the time. Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, lost the turnover battle in 14 of 16 games and still managed to win seven. And of their losses, I think two were by four points and two were in overtime. And uh, let's not poo-poo what Bruce Arians did in Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger. They had some pretty good offenses. They weren't quite the same after Bruce Arians left, went to Indianapolis and took over for Chuck Pagano. Thank God Pagano recovered from cancer. Bruce Arians did a fine job at Indianapolis and did, did okay in Arizona with not a lot to work with, and he's done more in Tampa Bay than you realize. They just had a turnover machine at quarterback. So at the end of the day, who needs who more, Brady versus Belichick? Well, have passed this prologue while taking nothing away from Bill Belichick. I think Coach might need Brady more than Brady needs him. We shall find out in the fall. Coming up, Sleepy checks in. You know, there's no sports on the field, but there's still sports news. And Sleepy is going to remind us of some sports news coming out of Chicago, and he's got a pretty good take. But first, let's go to the man whose nickname around the Fox Sports Radio compound is simply Swipe Right. 
<laughs> Brian Finley with the latest. That is wonderful. How about that introduction, Bernie? Thank you so much. Uh, Tom Dempsey, who once owned the NFL's record for longest field goal of 63 yards, has passed away on Saturday night after losing a battle with coronavirus. This according to NOLA.com. Dempsey became ill with COVID-19 late March as it ravaged through his New Orleans retirement home. He's one of 15 residents there who has died from the virus. He was 73 years old. ESPN is reporting they are working with the NBA on televising a horse shooting contest. The sides are deciding on a format and the players. It looks as if the selected players would use hoops at their own homes since the NBA's quarantine protocol remains intact. President Donald Trump reportedly told a group of major sports commissioners on Saturday he does not foresee any interruptions to the start of the NFL season. He also said he expects by August or September fans will get the clearance to start trickling back into the stands and attend games. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett headline the newest batch to make the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Those three combined for 11 NBA championships, 48 All-Star Game appearances. The induction ceremony will take place on August 29th in Springfield, Massachusetts. Back to our main man, the one and only Bernie Fratto. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Uh, as I said, sports uh, on the field may not be in existence right now, but there's always sports news, and there actually was some news out of Chicago. We come to find out there'll be an actual quarterback competition. Please take your bets. Uh, you On this corner, you've got Nick Foles, and in this corner, you've got Mitch Trubisky. Well, our own Sleepy, Sleepy J, as usual, has crafted a thoughtful commentary and what he thinks should happen, and frankly, I'm in agreement. Let's take a listen. All right, Bernie, I'm going to go ahead and touch on a subject that hasn't been talked about a whole lot. I'm going to take our focus here to the NFL Chicago Bears open quarterback competition. That's the news coming out of Chicago right now between Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. Bernie, I will be the first one to tell you if I can find a prop bet which quarterback will start for the Chicago Bears, I will be all in on Nick Foles. Here's my reasoning. I think over the last two seasons, we saw Mitchell Trubisky's ceiling. It's not very high. And we've also seen what Nick Foles has been able to do over the last couple of seasons of his career. You know, we've had highs and we've had lows with Nick Foles. You know, he's, he's won the Super Bowl and he's also gotten benched after, you know, a four-game run with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Bernie, I think it's more important to, you know, kind of take a look at, you know, what Nick Foles has done throughout his entire career, the teams he's played with, the systems he's been able to go ahead and integrate himself with. One of the big knocks on Mitchell Trubisky is that he just simply can't throw the football, that, he, you know, he's not a very accurate quarterback. And I think that that's definitely one of Nick Foles' strength. He is a high completion percentage quarterback, and that's certainly one of the reasons why I would lean Nick Foles over Mitchell Trubisky. And if you take a look at what the Chicago Bears have done recently, you know, they let one of their wide receivers go, Taylor Gabriel. I actually like Gabriel quite a bit, but if you look at Chicago, their first round draft pick this season, they don't have one. They have a bunch of second rounders. I think that Chicago is going to go ahead and they are going to target a wide receiver. And if they do in the draft target a wide receiver, I think that's a telltale sign that they're bringing in more help for the guy who could actually throw the football to a wide receiver. I also don't think the Bears are going to ask Nick Foles to do what Mitchell Trubisky did well. And that was run the football. Well, they have enough running backs already in Chicago. They have a David Montgomery. They also have a Tariq Cohen. So you don't need Nick Foles trying to run the ball to compensate for Mitchell Trubisky's poor passing attack. So I don't see any reason why, you know, that this is even an open quarterback competition. I think this is just kind of what Chicago needs to say in order to not create this quote-unquote quarterback controversy. But I don't even think that this is a quote-unquote quarterback competition, to say the least. I really like Nick Foles to go ahead and start. And I think as soon as we see this prop, we probably want to go ahead and attack that. That'll be Nick Foles to go ahead and start as a Chicago Bears starting quarterback. I'm in agreement with Sleepy for the simple reason. I don't think Matt Nagy brings him in for any reason other than he's got to get someone behind center that's actually a major league quarterback. And I know people scoff at Foles. He threw for 97 yards in his last game in Jacksonville before they ran him out of time. But the bottom line is he's been with a Super Bowl winning team. He, you know, he quarterbacked in a Super Bowl and won it. I mean, 
that doesn't grow on trees. So sleepy, good stuff. I think uh, hopefully we have our NFL season on time. And to go with that defense in a division that I think will be slightly down next year, Chicago's got a chance to jump up, but they're going to need a quarterback to do it. All right. You know him, you love me, can't leave without him. We're back with Mackin' on the NBA, our segment. We started February 8th, and uh, McKenzie was hot with his road favorites, but there were no NBA games. And by the way, we had a raucous uh, uh, sort of a Mackin' on the NBA segment last week, and I want to clarify something because I had probably like 6,000 cards and letters come at me about <laughs> Magic Johnson. Uh, I told a story, which is million percent true, because I was an intern at the forum, how Chick Hearn did not want to draft Magic number one. He wanted Sidney Mockery. Somehow people thought I was implying that Chick Hearn didn't think Magic Johnson was going to be a bona fide NBA player. No, that's not it at all. He didn't want him drafted number one overall, of which, of course, he retracted pretty quickly after that San Diego Clipper game. After he won finals MVP, he said, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he didn't even <laughs> take that long. Yeah, the truth <laughs> of the matter is, but I'll tell you a quick story, McKenzie, before we get into this week's segment, which you've got some good stuff here. Uh, there was talk in the late 80s when Michael Jordan had done everything but win a championship, and by that time Magic had won four or five, yep. and he, you know, the Magic went to nine finals in 12 years. Yep. Who would win a one-on-one uh, game between Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan? Do you have an opinion on that, by the way? Michael Jordan's Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 101 player. Magic Johnson likes to pass. He can't pass 101. Wow, you and Chick Hearn, uh, you know what? You guys are, you have like ESP with each other. because <laughs> Chick Hearn was asked that question, who would win a one-on-one game, Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan? And Hearn said, don't ask me stupid questions. <laughs> Basketball is a team game. And yep. the implication was clear. And by the way, not many are going to argue with the fact that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, except me and John Sally. I'm still going to go with Magic because Magic okay. was a point guard, and I, and I told you my Isaiah Thomas. He thought point guard was the most you know important position in all of basketball, all of sport, because one person with the ball in their hand can dictate the movements of nine others simultaneously. If John Sally is listening out there, and I and I know he is, he, <laughs> he'll back me. We talked about this. We both feel that. And again, you're never going to convince anybody. It's it's like your favorite noodle in a plate of spaghetti. But I'll just say this, um, uh, Mackenzie. Magic Johnson made everybody around him better. And I always believed that while Michael Jordan was brilliant and from another planet, Michael Jordan put everybody on his back. He did. That's the way I see the yeah. difference between the two. Well, Magic Johnson had the great benefit of playing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James Oh, please. Worthy. He was a punchline in James the airplane well. movie before Magic got there. He extended his career no, 10 more right. years. He never got back on defense. Kareem didn't make the, Laker, didn't make the, the playoffs with the Lakers in the 70s. No. You can't do it alone. And I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Magic. You, Tony Kornheiser, other people have said Magic is the greatest of all time, and there's an argument there. I'm just saying he was blessed, and we were blessed to see him in the ideal situation for
for a guy that can make the other nine guys okay. move at his pace and his beat. Your argument has merit. As I've said many times, no one does it by themselves, even Lone Ranger at Tano. Jordan had his pippin. Absolutely. Right? Every, you've got to have one or two stars. You don't do it. by Look what the Golden State Warriors yeah. would happen. Okay. Right. We're Steph a, Curry is exactly like Magic Johnson. Give him the other best players in the world, you're going to see something you've never seen before as far as offense goes. But I will tell you, the Lakers lineup, they had guys like Jim Jones, Mark Landsberger, Spencer Haywood, Norm Nixon. Norm Nixon was a good player, right? Yeah. I'm talking 1980 when he jumps center when he's supposed to be a junior at Michigan State and he plays all three positions, scores 42 points. He didn't have 15 boards, about 20 assists. He was incredible. Or he was a he was a man among boys, and he put the team on his back. Yeah. When the big fella Kareem went down with the ankle injury, he didn't even make the trip to Game Six. Yep. Kareem always sat in the first row, row one, seat one A. Magic sat in one A, and everybody looked at him. He says, "I got this, guys," and he did. Coming up now, McKenzie's put together a great list. The NBA announced their Hall of Fame class today, and it merits some conversation. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because, see, Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Stimulant use disorder is a disease, not a choice. But getting help for your meth or cocaine addiction is. Choose treatment and choose Change California. Find proven treatment options at choosechangeca.org. This clip is brought to you by State Farm. At State Farm, they know it's important to insure the things you love. They also get that everyone has a budget. That's why they have options, like insuring your car and your home getting you great rates on both. It's a good idea to consider State Farm. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. If you could talk to me a little bit about the process you went through, and I think it's good to not pat yourself on the back, but to put it out there so other people can kind of hear what it takes. Like, I don't know. I always look at like this, like, what do I want? I wanted to be a WWE superstar. All right, what does it take to be a WWE superstar? What are the tools I will need to give me every possible opportunity I can get? And so I took the tools of acting classes, improv classes, wrestling school, everything I possibly can to knock on the door of WWE. The people of the, everyone on that real world show would wear my t-shirts, would always ask me That's to do so the Miz. Cool. Like they were so supportive. Like you don't get it that very often. Yeah. You really don't. Listen to the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And whatever you're cooking up in the garage, you'll find what you need at ebaymotors.com. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. And that can help you turn your ride into something really tasty. The parts you need are just a click away at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Before I go any further, I want to thank my broadcast team back in Los Angeles, turning all the dials, keeping us glued together. That would be Eric Roberts, Chris Perfett, and Brian Finley. Outstanding job as usual, guys. Help yourself to some cookies out of petty cash. If we have any. All right, Mackenzie, another good job. Uh, plenty of notes here. Uh, some good talking points today. Uh, the Hall of Fame class. Now, it's interesting because a lot of people, I don't think, know this. It's a basketball Hall of Fame. There's no such thing true. as an NBA Hall of Fame. Right. Basketball Hall of Fame. That's why you have, like, K.L. And you have, and I remember we argued in Detroit, you Joe Dumars. You're darn right. It's a basketball. That's why Vince Carter's going to make it. He jumped over a guy in the Olympics. That's going to be known forever. He won the, he won the uh, championship in North Carolina. He makes it. I agree. It's the Hall of Fame. And if you play 22 basketball. years, okay. by the way, didn't Vince play 22 years? Something like that. He's didn't still he hit, like, a long three in his final shot? Yeah, before beautiful. The... Beautiful. He might never play again, but he'll have that 40-footer at the end of the game. Yeah, wasn't Hawks. that something? All right, so let's talk about the guys that uh, that made it made it across. And I think August 29th is the 
ceremony. Yep. And I, I, I have to agree, these are all uh, epic, uh, ep- epic names. Just announced today one of the most uh, famous basketball Hall of Fame classes that you'll ever get. And it's surreal for me because these guys I all grew up with. These guys were on every All-Star game, every spring they were in the playoffs. Them and guys like Chris Webber, it's just surreal to have that have their culmination of their career. And each one of these guys, I think, played well beyond their stats. And that's what I'm going to look at. If you look at, there's always ways to bend stats. If you look at a guy like KG, the last three years he played in Minnesota, he had 22 points per game, 13 rebounds, and five assists. Incredible stats, something like you've never seen before. But he was better the next three years with the Celtics. And you could say he only averaged 16 points, eight rebounds, and three assists but he played much better. That's the beauty of basketball. You can't just look at the numbers. You look at the defense. He was a defensive player of the year candidate, and he let guys like Paul Pierce and Ray Allen cook, and that's the magic of basketball. It's not about adding up, you know, this guy scores 20, this guy scores 30. It's about rhythm. It's about playing together, and KG, Kobe, and Tim Duncan all sacrificed their stats at different points to have their team reach maximum success. March of 94, I'm living in Detroit. Kevin Garnett is going to high school in Chicago. Farragut High School. Farragut High School. Look at you. Oh, yeah. I'm from there. Winner, winner. So he goes to Farragut High School. Said, I got to go see this kid play. I go see him play. He was a team player. He was very mature. Farragut, the game was close. Oh, nothing. Garnett takes over. I'm not making this up. Garnett had 37 in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Really? Farragut High School. Not bad. Uh, By the way, I also saw nine years later, uh, LeBron James at St. Vincent St. Mary's, but that's a we'll, we'll talk about that when he gets uh, nominated <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. Oh man, that's gonna be a crazy day. But I, I you, well, you would agree that when Garnett went to Boston, he became part of that mesh and made great decisions with the ball in yep. addition to being a world class athlete. One of the most beautiful teams you'll ever see as far as moving the ball. Nobody had you know 20 assists. Ray Rondo as a rookie had about five assists, Paul Pierce has about four assists. Ray Allen kept moving, you know, he didn't get a lot of assists, but he kept moving off the ball creating space for everybody and KG was the glue that put it all together he could dribble a little bit he had that pick and pop about 20 feet from the basket and on defense he was the leader he was the guy with the voice now the next guy on the list uh I will tell you I have a special um respect for because not only did I saw him up close and personal break the heart of Pistons fans (laughs) this is a true unsung hero not only did he play about 74 years in the NBA he played all four at Wake Forest that's true. That's true. A guy that got got into the game late, and he learned the fundamentals in college. You know, people don't spend a lot of time in college. I'm sure Tim Duncan is glad for each of those four years learning that bank shot. But, you know, Tim Duncan is obviously one of the greats of all time, and I'm not comparing these two, but check a look at these career stats. Tim Duncan, career, 19 points, 11 rebounds. Kevin Love, 18 points, 11 rebounds. Kevin Love is not Tim Duncan. But Tim Duncan no. sacrificed his stats. He didn't need 25 a game. He could play behind great guards like Ginobili and Parker and play his role. And, and you know, Pop knew what he was doing, putting him in the right places. That's why they ended up with five championships. And do you think defense is an important aspect of basketball? It's so underrated. Tim Duncan was such so a underrated. good defensive player, and people don't realize what a great defensive player he was because he wasn't flashy. He wasn't going to try to swat the ball in the center He wasn't faster, and he couldn't jump high either. But, but he, he was never out of position. Yep. And, you, you you know, we talked. I talked about Brady and Belichick a minute ago. How about the marriage of Duncan and Popovich? As far as 20 years and one sport goes, you're not going to find a better pair than either of those two. And here's the difference between KG and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan could guard Shaquille O'Neal. KG is a little too skinny. Tim Duncan had that broad base. He could guard anybody, and he could clog up the paint with the best of them. One of the great rim protectors of all time. He reminds me a lot of one of my favorite players of all time, Hakeem Olajuwon. He just did all the fundamentals right on the block, guarded that paint. The simple stuff wins games. And we... He played in the right era because if he wasn't today's era, he wouldn't be as appreciated much. He had one of the best mid-range games ever. The third game on the the third name you've got on the list here, come on, goes without saying. I mean, the one, the only, someone dear to our heart that we spent a lot of this year thinking about and appreciating, Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant would take the bad shot for his team. It didn't matter. He didn't care about the end of the day. He said it best in a recent interview after he retired. He said, I don't care about your MVPs. I don't care about your points per game. At the end of the day, how many rings did you win? Because the rings are about sacrifice. It's about team. He didn't, kill, he didn't care if Shaquille got the glory. Well, maybe he cared a little bit, and that kind of ended things. But he did what he needed to do in every situation to give his team the best chance to win. And again, five championships. Five years went by when no one could touch him because he had that ring. That ring goes all the way around 360. It means the whole year nobody can touch you. You're undefeated. There's one coach here that I, he was also a player with the same franchise, 
a Detroit guy, and the two years Jordan took off, we only got about 20 seconds, McKenzie. You talk, talk about, about Rudy champion? Rudy, Rudy Tomjanovich. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Two, two championships back-to-back. They were a sixth seed. I think they're the only sixth seed ever. I mean, coaching-wise, I think he just said, hey, Hakeem, can you be the greatest player in the world a couple weeks in, in uh, June for us? And he sure did. One of, my, one of my favorite YouTube clips of all time is Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon in that 94 run. Just an amazing, excellent, flawless performance for six weeks. Rudy was a pretty good player in the NBA as well. Pretty good list here. We're going to continue with this every week. Mackin on the And NBA. a deserved Hall of Famer. Go Absolutely. Rudy. And he's Mackenzie Rivers. All right, folks. Be safe out there. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratt. I want to thank Ben Steiner, the big lead, for joining us. But don't go anywhere. Next up, the man from Nashville. He brings it strong. It's Jason Martin and the Jason Martin Show. So keep it locked right here. Straight out of Vegas! When I had COVID-19, I did not want to leave my house. When I learned about the Active 6 study, I was thrilled to learn I didn't have to. I could quarantine and participate in research at the same time. The Active 6 study is a paid COVID research study that's learning how existing medications may help people with COVID feel better faster. We'll mail the medications to your door and you can take online surveys from your own home. Take action both for your health and your community's health. Visit researchfromhome.org for more info. That's researchfromhome.org. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.